Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to An Axe to Grind. My name is Chris Gary, Channel 7 reporter, and joined by... The one and only Trevor Gilmister missing some bark from his back this week <laughs> after his tumble last week, but he's ready to go. Gilly, how are you feeling, mate? I understand your tailbone's a little sore. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Had a bit of a uh, uh, stumble, mate, down the stairs the other night. A little tip I've said to everyone. Uh, actually, I'm thankful the amount of uh, people have rang me and uh, text me and said, oh, how are you? So just I'd give everyone a tip. Don't wear footy boots on a wet stage. That's not, uh, not a good result, mate, after that. Well, you went viral, mate. Do you know what that is? It's a good uh, thing. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, my daughters uh, never laughed so hard in all their lives because they said uh, it was hilarious. I thought, geez, they're solid, those girls, aren't they? Very solid. Speaking of not solid, Brisbane's defence yesterday. Gilly, let's do a bit of a, a dive into the Broncos' season and where they stand. Right now they're in eighth position, but it's quite congested there on the ladder. Realistically, yep. they should finish in the finals, although I think Canberra have turned a corner. Canberra could win. They could make the finals if they win basically the vast majority of their final seven games. Let's just go into yesterday. So five tries to one. They conceded five yep. tries. Wayne Bennett, he's known as a defensive coach. That's what he prides himself on. What, what did you you see that went wrong yesterday? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to put your finger on, but it it's, looks like they. It's a bit of a worry when the coach says they got out enthused. You know mm. what I mean? So, you know, forty odd thousand there, or thirty eight thousand, I think it was uh, the yesterday, and um, you know, everything to play for, and they get out enthused apparently. So I mean, that's that's pretty disappointing. I mean, from the turnaround the week before, the thirty four nil against the Titans, wasn't it? You know, last week. Yeah. Um, you know, to obviously get beaten 26-6, and and um, the try, the only try they scored was you know very late in the game uh, by Andrew McCulloch. So, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. He hasn't hit the panic bu- uh, button by the sound of it, but um, when you add enthusiasm that you know in the, the importance um, of the game, uh, as we know, was uh, it's pretty pretty. Uh, big up there in, in, in the important stages, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's um, it's hard to put your finger on it, uh, but we'll see what happens next week now. Yeah, well, they've got a, they've got a tough run, although they've got several home Penrith, games. Yep. Um, I think it's Penrith next, and then the Sharks. Two two tough games, although they are at home. But just on the enthusiasm part, I mean, the other issue there is it's against the Warriors, who don't outthuse anyone really. They they no. win they win games on you know toughness and skill, but they're not not not, not known for their energy, are they? No, no, you're right. Um, the Warriors have been you know they started the season very well, hit a bit of a flat spot, you know, so they're not exactly. Well, I mean, they're two points in front of the Broncos now. That, that's mm. how the bearing played on that game so that's what I'm saying out enthused I think there's oh, there's four teams I think on 24 points you know what I mean so 
um, the Broncos could be on 24 themselves and the Warriors on 22 now. So, um, anyway, that's, yeah. Well, yeah, I was, I was a bit disappointed with their defence. I, I know the, the right side, uh, that first try, was, you know, pretty simple. Obviously, when you got, uh, I think it was Jaden Sewer in the in the centres, plays a big part, but um, their Cantoni Stags obviously come back on there into the centres. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd be a bit... A little bit worried, but probably just if they could uh, back that up by another poor performance uh, next week against Penrith, then you'd be concerned, I suppose. So um, if they can um, back up their game as they did against the Titans, you'd say, oh, OK, it was just a bit of a blimp on the radar. But anyway, we'll see what happens next week. Yeah, I'm just looking at the ladder now. Look, I don't think the Broncos are contenders this year, and I don't think they're going to make the four. Now, Brisbane, at the start of every year, their officials and Bennett, that their goal, their minimum standard is top four. Yeah. Um, obviously, everyone's trying to win the premiership, but at the Broncos, with all the advantages they have, and let's face it, they've got more advantages than any other club in the comp in terms of their ability to use sponsors, etc., etc., their facilities yeah. this year. Um, they should be in the top four every year, and now they've got a battle to make it. What about you? Do you see them as, as contenders for the title? Uh, to be totally honest, oh, I don't think they can win it. Um, Obviously, the the Rabbitohs, are, you know, obviously, obviously they're on top. You know, the Stormer. I, I don't think the Stormer as strong as they were last year. But I mean, when Cameron Smith's still playing, anything can happen. He's mm. a genius. Um, you know, the Dragons and the Roosters. I think that the four there at the moment, they're the ones that are going to win it. Out of that four, that, that's what I'm assuming at the moment. I, I agree. I'm a little concerned about the Dragons post-Origin. A lot of those players, it's their first Origin series, and as you Never know, been there, yeah. it can drain you. Can you talk to us? How, how difficult is that, especially if it's your first campaign to come back to club footy? I know Brad Fittler put an emphasis on performing for the club as well, but that's got to be tough, doesn't it? Yeah, but I mean, they've, it's it's more mental than physical. If you if you come through unscathed physically, I mean, bumps and bruises, you can get over that. I mean, the way they... They're trained nowadays and coached. They'll give them time off. Uh, where years ago you wouldn't get time off, you just go straight back into training. So they, you know, the recovery side of things, uh, you know, with their ice baths and the, you know, the the different training techniques nowadays is, um, you know, they're way ahead of what they used to be. So that they shouldn't burn out as much physically. So it's all mental, mate. You know what I mean? So mm. and they, and what a lot of coaches will do, they'll give. The blokes are in the origin. If you've got four or five of them, uh, one week a couple of them might have a the say go and have a couple of days off, or go and go and just forget about footy. See you on Wednesday, and that's smart. The Broncos have done that before, and and they've dealt with this type of thing for years and years. So it's more mental than physical, mate. So um, I think they, uh, Paul McGregor, um, he's done it himself, so he, he knows how to go about it. So I think. Um, He's played, you know, played uh, in Origin, so he knows what's going on. So, mate, I think oh, I think they'll get over it uh, down the track, providing you you don't have any injuries. That's the big thing. I reckon, though, Gareth Widdop will never be peroxiding his hair again. After this. Mate, that's a, just a yeah. You're on the hiding to nothing, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you just look uh, like a wanker, and then you play like one. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we'll get back to the to the Bronx. One of the things for me I've seen this year is that I just question Cody and Mills halves pairing, both good halves pairing, both good players. But we saw yesterday 
they, you know, Sean Johnson isn't known as a organising, controlling half, but he's got yeah. Blake Green there, who is yeah, exactly. Oh, where, uh, Brisbane, do Brisbane need a, their own Blake Green? Well, you look at you look at the teams that are um, go, going really well at the moment. Uh, most of them do have. You, well, you got to be honest. Most of them do have an organiser and a bloke who can play off the top of his head, don't they? They don't have, yeah. they don't have two of each. So yeah, that's probably you're right where you're, you're saying. Um, I mean. Um, the different styles of different players, and you know, I mean, it, it was good for us uh, actually in the Origin. Going back to the Origin, a lot of people didn't know how it was going to work, but it worked perfectly. Um, obviously, Daly Cherry Evans did a lot of the organising. Uh, Munster played off the back back of that. He can play what he sees, and and Daly can read the game so well as well, you know, uh, and and just play what he sees as well. But he's, he's not a bad organiser as well. So. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a juggling act that is, um, and that's where you need too. You need a really really good talking uh, fullback to organise mm. your, your troops as well, you know. And and Darius is a good reader of the game. I mean, but there's only one Billy Slater, but he doesn't talk as good as uh, Billy Slater as well. So, um, and that's something that um, you know no one no one can do that as good as Billy. But um, yeah, you're right. It's it's a bit of a concern about just the halves, the way just they're combining together. Yeah, and, and with playing Penrith this week, then again, you've got that example of Cleary and Maloney, who are... Well, you know, they, had, they had the weekend off too, you know yeah. what I mean? So they should be fresh as daisies, those two. Uh, and, and that's a perfect example again. Um, Maloney isn't a bit... You know, he's a good talker, an organiser. He can do a bit of both, mm. you know what I mean? Where uh, Cleary can... He, he seems to play with the forwards. He, he'll, he'll run around and support the forwards and and just give Maloney the ball when he wants it, you know what I mean? So that's a good little combination. I'm, I'm going back a long time, but that's where Kevy and Elf are so good. You know, Kevy would do all the organising, and Elf could just play off the top of his, you know, top of his head and, and, and support the forwards, and, and he scored a heap of tries, running off blokes like Gavin Allen and uh, little short balls and that, and playing what he sees, and Kevy had the backs all organised, so it was a good mixture. So, yeah, yeah the Broncos... Don't quite have that at the moment. For me, there's still not a player who's come around since Kevy that can deliver an outball like Kevy. You know those outballs used to yep. give to Renoff, you know, and just yep. put him on the outside. I don't yeah, think there's I been could, a player I've since then. Got a couple then. of them myself. Though, <laughs> <Did> no. you? <laughs> How'd you go? Did you just stretch out? <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, no, I just uh, bash him up, bash it up, Gilly. That'll do you. Um, <laughs> don't offload, no. Gilly. Yeah, well, actually, even I mean, he probably didn't get the. Uh, the recognition he deserves on that as well. Chris Johns, he, he did it with Chris Johns a few times as well, but Pearls probably will stand out a bit more because the, the 92 grand final when he ran, you know, 90-odd matches to, to score the try and he done it in the World Cup as well, so off Kevy. So, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it's, I don't know, having the faith in each other as well uh, to be able to do that. And, and, and same thing, having the faith in each other in defence, you know, inside... Man, you gotta you gotta have faith in him that he's gonna do the job as well sometimes and just see a couple of times against the Warriors I just seen that little bit of hesitation and whether they thought the bloke inside and outside was gonna make the tackle, which is a bit of a concern. Yeah, that Sean uh Johnson double pump where yeah, uh, yeah, Kahu exactly. bit in. Exactly like, right. Yeah. Drew him in. Yeah. And that's the thing I think with Milf defending there is that to me, I think Milf puts his body in the line in any tries, but I don't think his teammates trust him enough. 
and you saw that with Kahuti. He didn't trust him to make a one-on-one tackle, so he bit so in. He was going to come in, wasn't he? In yeah, and that, that exposed yeah. the hole. I mean, exactly I, I think right. you've got to... You'd know, like in that situation, should he have let Milford make his own tackle and just oh, back yeah, himself? Yeah, you've got to have faith in the bloke inside you. If he misses a tackle, he, he's going to be the one under the pump. I mean, um, but you, you should be, you know... Even though you got, you might have a lot of them have back rowers uh, running at them, uh, the, you know the halves, they should still have faith in him to uh, to make that tackle, especially when you're five minutes off your line, because you can't really um, you got to stay out sometimes because the skill of the players nowadays too to, to be able to to read that you know that the centre or the other back row has has come in to be that little short ball. I mean that's you know every half you know worth his. Salt should be able to pick that, you know, when they come mm. in uh, and, and draw the man and, and uh, give the short ball and, and crash over the line. I mean, it's, I mean, it sounds easy, but um, you know, they perfect it pretty good. And and just on the Panthers and Cleary, for me, I think the Bronx have to have a crack at Nathan Cleary. He's off contract at the end of next year. Um, I, I think he's the sort of guy they need. Whether they can afford him is the issue because, you know, yeah. he's probably going to be on a million dollars realistically. If Ben Hunt's on a million and Anthony Milford's on a million, then so is Nathan Cleary. What about you, Gil? If, if, which player would you target if you wanted to improve this Broncos team? Um, yeah, tough one. Um, oh. Personally, I think Cody Nickarim is a uh, cracker of off the bench. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, he can, oh, he is, yeah. You know, he can play hooker, half, you know. And uh, I think, and you just mentioned him before, Ben Hunt. I mean, I think he's a very, very good halfback at um, uh, club level. But I think he's a, uh, he's a good hooker or a benchy at um, origin level. Mm. You know, mate, I so agree. Far, yeah. and and that's that's happened over the years. Blokes have, I mean, some of the best players. Uh, Andrew Johns actually yeah. played. You know, he played hooker. You know, in, in Origin uh, uh, a couple of times, and he was off the bench. Um, and Jeff Tuvey was playing hooker as well. You know, I mean, so they, you just got to find the right mix for your team. I don't know who, to be honest. Uh, I don't. They need a, a Maloney type player. I think maybe they can organise a bit. As well, and he just—he's a footy player, Maloney. Yeah, you know, what I mean, but he's whether you like him or not, he's—he's a, he's a winner. He knows how to oh, play footy. You know what I mean? So, uh, but he—I mean, they won't. I mean, a full as you're saying, you can't have two blokes in your halves on a million dollars. That's you know, it's not affordable. So. That's a tough spot for him, and, and then I—I uh, I don't know how they how they get around that, and also don't know how they. How they get that player? Do they go for a you know go back to a Shane Perry style? Maybe there's a guy at Melbourne Riley Jacks. Um, he's on the market. He'd, yeah. he'd cost only maybe two hundred and fifty, three hundred ish. But yeah. yeah, then again, I don't know if he's up to it too. So I think they're in a real bind, Brisbane, moving forward. I think that Ash Taylor. Um, letting Ash Taylor go, which was the right decision and a very noble one from the Broncos. But jeez, uh, I think that's going to haunt them for years to come. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. You need a crystal ball, don't you? Yeah, that's right. To work out and what's going to happen in the next couple of years, and then uh, I kind of see that kind of it doesn't annoy me, but I, I, I shake my head sometimes when a, a bloke leaves a club and, and people go, Oh, what they let that bloke he started to kill it, you know what I mean? Um, and they go, What they let that bloke go for, you know, a lot of it comes down to money, and then he's just matured as well sometimes, you know what I mean? They, they get everyone's saying about Benny Hunt down there now. Maybe he needed to get out of the fishbowl of the Brisbane environment. 
Yeah. Go down to the, go down to Sydney where he's, he can blend in a bit more. Uh, less pressure for him down there. Well, still plenty of pressure with St George, but not the same fishbowl type setup here in Brisbane. Uh, and you know, I mean, and then everyone goes, "Oh, why they let him go?" But I mean, they just, as I said before, they just matured. It's really got nothing to do with the coach. Sometimes it's just the maturity of the player, and they got ex- more experience and uh, things like that. So, yeah, that's that's going to happen all the time. Though. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just going back to Macca, I want you to rate his uh, combination of punches yesterday. There's a, there's a left hook. He led with the left hook, Mike Tyson style, and then a couple of uh, right crosses. None of them right. really landed. <laughs> well, to me, it looked like he... You know, half thrown him. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. he kind of, he thought. I reckon he, he half threw one, just a half one, and then he went, uh, "Well, I'm in the poo now, so I might as well throw a couple <laughs> more." You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah and um, I think he only got one, but yeah, he didn't. You can tell he wasn't. It wasn't a vicious. They weren't vicious punches. You know what I mean? So um, not like Curtis Scott on Dylan Walker. No, uh, the but, Warriors bloke, the big prop, just sort of looked at him and grinned like, what, what's going on? What are you trying to do? <laughs> yeah, it was like, it's like Mark McGaw hitting Mel Meninga one time, so uh, Mel shook his head and thought, he said, do you, are you Van Ankham? So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> one of Mel Meninga's hands is like the size of a head. Oh, yeah. I, I fought that night uh, when Mel uh, fought um, Big Jacko, uh, Mark Jackson, and... He threw the first, Mel let him throw the first two punches and he hit him and he said, oh, uh, looks like you're in trouble tonight, Jacko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mel, anyway. Mel did go easy on him that night, actually. He did, too. He broke his nose by jabbing him. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, big Jacko laid down. I don't blame him, though. No, no. Oh. You can't at all. He, he stepped in. Anyone that steps in, good on you. Oh, Exactly. All right, well, let's get to uh, this week's this week's game. So the teams haven't come out, so it's a little bit difficult to do. But um, it's it's what are we? I think we're seven rounds to go. It's I've got uh, to say too. Well, 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 we're on it though. The Sunday Arvo footy again. Uh, yeah, you know, fantastic. And obviously the the Tigers and the Dragons. That was a good win by the Tigers. Uh, obviously the Roosters and the uh, the Titans as well. I mean. Um, you know, it wasn't wasn't the greatest game that game, but I mean, still Sunday Arvo footy, or that was Sunday night, uh, more the point, the Titans Roosters. But I love Sunday afternoon footy. Um, I think it's great and should be more of it. I agree. I don't know why they can't do a one o'clock, a three o'clock, and a five o'clock rather yeah. than a two, four, yeah. six thirty. I think the league, didn't, uh, the next TV rights, they need to take more control of uh, when they're going to have their games. You know what I mean? Uh, what time and and uh, what day they're having. So yeah, well, you pushed this case to um to Greenberg and Peter Beatty, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, with the Origin, the second Origin uh, Sunday night, and I said, "Oh, what do you think about the Sunday night?" I said, "I don't mind Sunday, 
but but I reckon it should be Sunday afternoon. Mm. How good so, would that be, Origin and another? Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I, I don't mind. Uh, you know, if they want to tinker with the, the you know the changes in the days or the times, I still love Wednesday night. But um, if they want to tinker with it and, and have the standalone weekend, rep weekend, Sunday afternoon, how good would that be? Oh, it'd be magic. Absolutely. And, and magic. the game will be. I mean, Origin. The, the third Origin was a fantastic game, no doubt about it. But I reckon you get even a better quality game uh, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just think they have to prioritise. That, that's the thing, isn't it? You've got to prioritise if you're the NRL. Are you prioritising good footy or are you prioritising uh, viewers on television? That, well, that's, you I mean, know. yeah, you got to, they've got to take a little bit more control of uh, of when they have the games, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, on to this round, mate. Eels-Bulldogs on Thursday night. A bit of a nothing game, really. But interestingly, Jared Haynes showed some signs of life last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was good to see. Unfortunately, you know, he still you know, got a fair couple million out of the Titans before he did. But um, <laughs> at least we're show- he's showing something. Well, actually, I've got to, I've got to say, I, I think Dean Pay's doing a fair job with uh, the Bulldogs. I, I, I know they're not sitting in the best of uh, positions but with the team he's got and you know once you know they get a they get a salary cap they've still got blokes back in the contracts uh, and things like that so I mean they're going okay really considering what they got you know they've got a lot of young blokes in there at the, at the moment now Wally's nephew he's you know he's going okay too yeah yeah he's a, he's a, he's a likeable sort of player isn't yeah, he yeah yeah uh, mate I'll, I'll probably tip the Bulldogs mate yeah, over the years and, and what I like about the Bulldogs is that they are making moves. They're actually doing something about this situation. They are yeah. offloading players. I think there's more yeah. to come. Kieran Foran uh, could be moved on. I don't know how they're going to do that, but they've got more to go. And at least, they ha- they're, at least they're making moves. They're saying, we're going to do something boys, about it. Morris boys might be going to England, I think, from what I hear. But anyway... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's probably a few of those Bulldogs who should go to England. But, yeah, they're not as bad as their record suggests. No, no, no. At least they're having a, they're having a go, and that's that's all you want as a, as a coach and a supporter. Now, on Friday, the early game on Friday is massive. Sharks against the Raiders. Sharks hosting the Raiders. You think the Raiders uh, have to win this because that's, you know, the Sharks are, I think the Sharks are fifth or sixth. So they're, they're sixth. So the, the Canberra Raiders need to take some points off of those above them to have a chance. Who do you see in this one? Yeah, it'd be a cracker this game, will not it? The flair of the Raiders and the kind of the, the grittiness of the, the Sharks, you know, um... Uh, you know, and the consistency of the Sharks. I'd, I'd like to see the Raiders sneak into the finals there somewhere because they'd give it a shake, I reckon, um, yep. with their flair and that type of thing. But uh, mate, I, I think I have to go to the Sharks just before, just because it's a bit more consistent. Yeah, um, they're an interesting team. The Sharks—they almost play like a rugby union team, Cronulla. They do grind it out and then counter-attack. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Said, grind, 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 and then counter. It's, yeah. That, yeah. I, I like Shane Flanagan as, as a uh, coach. He's very media-friendly because he just says what he thinks. He just blows up all the time. Of course you'd should love that. Friday night, Broncos versus Panthers, another huge game. Uh, the Panthers are still a real chance of making the four. They're on 24 points. Brisbane are on 22. So massive game. Who do you see there? Yeah, yeah, it's a tough uh, – that's tough um, – I'd, I'd probably got to go to the Panthers, actually, to be honest, with um, Cleary and Maloney coming back. Uh, they should be a bit fresher. Uh, yeah, just because those, those blokes had the weekend off, um, so they'd be a bit fresher. The Broncos would be better than what they were on the weekend. Don't worry about that. Uh, it'll be it'll be nothing in the game. 
obviously um, Griffin and against Bennett as well. He's got so, a good record um, hook against Bennett. Yeah, yeah. So I'll um, I'll go Penrith. Yeah, I I agree. For the Bronx, they're probably going to miss Jaden Sura as well. He came off yeah. with an ankle problem. That's that's a loss for them. He's a very good player. Um, I thought he should have been in Origin three actually off the bench, but um, well, there's a bit of a story there. One day down the track, going. <laughs> we'll talk about that sometime. Um, yeah, and and well, I can imagine what it's about because he did have an ankle injury, and then he somehow played for the Bronx. But anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, that's happened a few times in Origin with uh, coaches playing ducks and drakes over players. Mm. So, yeah, and I think as well, David Fafita is a good young player, but, jeez, uh, an 18-year-old starting, will that ha- have to happen as well? Um, you'd think James Roberts comes back for the Broncos, though. You'd on, think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. On the next game, Saturday afternoon, Knights Tons, both these teams, realistically, unless they win every single game, they're not going to make the eight. Who, who do you see there? Uh, no, I, I, I love the Titans to win. But I think the the Knights are with Pierce back. We've seen how much better they were, weren't they? You know what I mean. So, and he's had a game under his belt. So probably the Knights, mate. Uh, another huge game: Tigers Rabbitohs. The Tigers are just outside the eight. The Rabbitohs are coming first. Geez, I like what Anthony Seabold's done. The style style of footy they're playing very entertaining to watch. And another team with an organising half in Reynolds and a creative player at six in in Walker. Yeah. Um... Tigers had a good win, you know, but yeah, I might get a stick with the Rabbitohs. They're, they're going great guns at the moment, and I think I'm just, I'm just liking the bit of variety uh, around the ruck as well. I mean, they're hitting it up, but I mean, they just got a little bit more variety around their ruck, you know, just with their, their dummy half and how good's Cook playing, you know, oh, I mean, he's, he's got, obviously got a license to run. When he runs, they need to be up there with him. So um, he's playing really good footy. So, yeah, you have to go to the Rabbitohs. I like that little thing he's... No- I've no- He's probably done this before, but I've only noticed it the last couple of months where he... And he did it in Origin. He jumps out of hooker and then sort of stands there and waits. Yeah, and waits he- you to come and then probably try and beat you with a bit of footwork. Yeah, yeah it's it's a weird sort of move, but it, it yeah. seems to work. It's sort of counterintuitive. You'd, you'd think he'd yeah. just get out and run and go hard and then pass, but he sort of waits. He just sort of stands there and then makes a move and it works. I've seen you do that after a couple of beers, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> or but, when I'm in round six against you, uh, <laughs> looking for the ropes. The concrete shoes. <laughs> yeah. um, the other game we've got is Cowboys-Dragons. Cowboys have been very disappointing. They they yeah. crumbled there in Canberra, but I wouldn't have even showed up for that game. Minus four. Oh, Stuff that. Mate, I don't mind saying to you, mate, uh, even when the Broncos were in here, Going very good. Miller winner down there. We, I don't think we have too many victories down there. We come out of the sheds and go, holy hell, what are we doing here? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think obviously um, the Cowboys are struggling, mate. Yeah, so um, oh, you, you can't go to the Cowboys. No, it's, at, at it's the just sad, but, isn't it? They're, they're yeah. genuine chances to finish with the wooden spoon in JT's last season. And who knows what's happened up there, but it's just sad. Yeah. Um, on Sunday, we've got Warriors and Storm, another huge game. Just a good round this week, actually. Yeah. Sunday afternoon, that's in Auckland at Mount Smart, uh, Warriors against Storm. Yeah, this, mate, these two teams have got a... Uh, I don't know what the record is against each other, but I think the Warriors got a fair record against Yeah, the they Storm. do, yeah. You know, um, you know, obviously, there's a few Kiwis in the, in the uh, Storm side as well, see, so... Jesse Bromwich, uh, Kenny Bromwich, uh, you know, a few of them. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, the, the Storm haven't been as convincing as they were last year as well, but 
buoyed by the, their good win on the weekend, but we know how inconsistent they are, the Warriors. Mm. You're like fair dinkum, you're like, you wouldn't be putting too much cash on the backup uh, to beat the Storm, but I'll tip the Warriors, yeah, and a bit of an upset there. Matt, what's your thoughts on the uh, breathing control and that sort of mindfulness in footy games? Do you like that stuff? Um, oh, I don't know. Whatever works, mate. If it's, yeah. if it's mental, uh, whatever, it wouldn't... Wouldn't have been my cup of tea when I was playing. I can't imagine you doing it. <laughs> I just would have walked past the boys when they said, we're having a breathing. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll breathe over here. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no. And I don't, I don't mind saying Alan Langer uh, has been giving it to uh, Alex Corvo at uh, Origin <laughs> about his breathing. <laughs> Come over here and breathe with us, Alex. You know, like, yeah. After a couple of beers, anyway. So, I can't yeah. imagine Alex is into that stuff either. No, but... well, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's his cup of tea, but uh, anyway, yeah. They try to... Well, it's working. It's it's, working it is. Fine, it is. So. I'll tell you what, though. It does look ridiculous when you've been smashed. You've been getting pumped. And you're there breathing, and yeah. you've just conceded another try. It looks yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, exactly right. You know, I couldn't, yeah, couldn't agree more. You reckon they wouldn't cop much from the opposition crowd when, <laughs> when, when they're standing in the in goal area and, they, and you're getting beat by 30 or something. That'd be really good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'd be looking for a hole to get into. That's what, what I'd be doing. Yeah. Wayne Bennett tried, tried to bring him into the Broncos a couple of years ago there. Jay Wiebe, he's the bloke who does all that mindfulness with the teams. And there's a lot yeah. of players who really back him, but it didn't work out at, out at, out at the Bronx. Um, the final yeah. game, Seagulls, Roosters, Sunday Arvo uh, at Lotto Land. I'm really, I'm really waiting for a mainly drunken debacle so we can call it Blotto Land. Hasn't happened yet. Um, <laughs> who do you reckon's going to win that? Yeah. Mate, yeah, well, that's—I don't know. It's um, yeah, I, I, disappointing for uh, Manly on the weekend. You know, to lose you know, against the Storm. You know, like basically a penalty that was just kind of no one's fault, was it? Really? No. You know, Should I mean, that just that be a, a knock, like a scrum feed? Well, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Accidental offside. Uh, I thought that was a scrum feed, uh, but I think it's to the, the, the discretion of the referee sometimes and. I would like to see a, a scrum, uh, but anyway, they'll obviously back referees on that one, which is unusual. But <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I probably, um, I don't know. It, that's a toss of the coin. Uh, that one, I probably got to. Yeah, you got to go the Roosters. I think. Well, they'll have their, they'll have Cronk and, yeah, you know, exactly and some right. of their Origin yeah. players back yeah. too. Yeah. Um, whereas Daly played on the weekend, so, yep. and and there's a lot more to play for. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. But, uh, you know, some people have been putting the boot into Manly a little bit as well. But, mate, the things that have gone on there, you know, in the last, you know, 18 months, I think Trent Barrett's doing a fairly good job there, to be honest. With, oh, all, the dramas yeah. and, with all the dramas that have been going on in the joint, fair dinkum to keep the blokes uh, focused on footy, I think they're doing a pretty good job there. Yeah, I agree. I think him and Cardi don't get the credit they deserve because, and same with Daly. To be fair, I said that to him after Origin, like what he's been through, what that club's been through, and then for oh. him to stand up like that in that on that stage, quite extraordinary. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Mate, I, I agree. Um, everyone's willing to sink the booty, in, but when you got uh, all the debacles that are happening off the field, and you know, obviously the salary caps, and you know, um, Bob Fulton being punted and, and things like that. You know, the football managers and, uh, and stuff like that. It's it is um, disruptive to your team, you know. And, and people say, oh, they can. I oh, only just have to play footy, but it's pretty hard when everything else is happening around you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think they're doing a pretty good job with what's going on. All right, well, we'll wrap it up there, Gilly. Thank you for your time again, mate, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. I'm off for a holiday over to NZ, oh. mate, so. Where are you going? NZ uh, Christchurch, do some oh. skiing, mate, with the missus, so. We have a good time over there, bro, don't you? <laughs> I will, mate. <laughs> I will. All righty, thanks, Gilly. Appreciate it, mate. No worries, buddy.